0: Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Doing Braille Digitally for October eighth, twenty 2022. I cannot believe it is already October, and uh, we're almost to the point where we've been doing this for two months, and that is way Cool. I want to thank Travis for hosting for us today. I don't know if we will get clubhouse, but hopefully we will. I know that if we do, Tori was supposed to be doing the hosting. So I will thank her appropriately when that happens. Um, I want to thank Herbie for connecting us possibly and making sure everything is coming together and streaming this for us. And, uh, I also um, want to let you all know that when it is time for questions, you will be able to raise your hand and Travis will call on you to speak when it is your turn. Um, So he will be handling all of that. Today, we are going to be talking about the Focus Braille display. Um, And remember that if you would like to present on your Braille display and what you like most about it. And also, what you like least about it, you can join Ah, my serious talking to me. Sorry about that. You can email me um, at the address that is set up for just this call. And it is doing braille digitally, all one word doing braille digitally at gmail.com. So if you look on your schedule, Um, It is actually listed there. I have it listed in the um, announcement or the call description. So uh, if you would like to do that, please let me know. I am presenting on the focus today and I thought about having somebody else do it because I wondered if it was a good idea. But I'm doing it because I'm the only one I can find that actually has used it to its full potential but I am going to deal with the elephant in the room um, because I just feel that it's the best way to handle things without any question or at, at all. So since most of you know this already, um, and th- for those who don't, I wish you didn't have to know this, but since most do, I will mention here and now that I do work for vesparo and I do tech support. I'm just really a peon on the totem pole of uh, employment. So I'm not that big into anything. I don't make any of the decisions. I just help people. That's all I do. Um, However, um, even though I do work for Vespero, I am here as a consumer. This call I do is as a consumer and I am interested in any and all braille displays. And I, as you all know, if you were here a few weeks ago, I decided that the focus was not meeting all of my needs that I had. So I did purchase a display from another country because yes, I I am an employee of sparrow, but I am not an employee first. I am a consumer first. I am blind like the rest of you. I use braille like the rest of you and I need to do what I need to do. So anything I say is not as a representative of Vispero. So please don't call them and say that you think that they're saying something that they're not. I am speaking as myself, Nikki Keck. All right. So now that we have gotten that out of the way, uh, I will tell you that I have a Focus 14 fifth generation right here. I also have a Focus 40 that is not mine officially, but I have. Um, And you will find that on the Focus, Um, there are many buttons, and this is where the focus can shine in some ways and not in others, because, you know, um, yes, it does make it a little, you know, more to deal with, more to learn, but these buttons do come in handy a lot, and I will um, get more into that. So, on the front of the focus, on the very left side and I think the forty is actually a little bit different than this because I think the selector button is actually after the panning button. Uh, but I'm looking at my uh, fourteen right now, so um, that's how what I'm basing this on. Um, but you have a, a selector button, uh, which is not like it's a select, oh, It's called the left selector button, and and you can use it to escape out of something, um, and uh, that's mostly what it's used for in every platform. Then you have the left rocker button and the left rocker button is used as an up and down arrow. So you push up on it to go up and you push down on it to go down. After the left rocker button is the left panning button. It has little ridges on it. Um, So you you know that it's a panning button because of those little tactile ridges that will pan you left the amount of characters that you have to go. So if you want to, you know, if you have a 14 and you want to go back 14 cells, that's what you do. You then have two shift keys right in a row. They're like little square type keys. Um, They're little tiny things or buttons. And then you have your right panning button to the right of those. Um, Then you have your right rocker button. And basically, um, that moves your braille cursor, uh, mostly uh, down a line. Um, I've not used it on the phone too much, but, you know, I know it can be used on the phone. After that, you have your right selector, which activates something usually. On your phone, it is your two-finger double tap is what it does. Uh, So then we have, um, after that, we have your space bar above all those keys and then your braille cells um, above which are your cursor router buttons, which are um, all above each cell. Then you have your Perkins keys, dot seven on the far left, then three, two, one, then a menu button between them and four, five and six, then your dot eight, um, and actually, you know, it, so after the dot eight, like on the on the sides of the top. So basically, some of this is to the left of dot seven. Um, two of these buttons are to the left of dot seven and two are to the right of dot eight. So you have a. You have your nav rocker keys, which are not to be confused with your regular rocker keys buttons. Your nav rockers are on your top. You have a left button and a or left uh, rocker button and a right rocker button, above which are your mode buttons. And they're little tiny keys on the top that have a button on them. Um, or I'm sorry, they don't have a button. They look like a button. To me, they look like a button you would find on a shirt almost. So the way this works is on a computer, your nav rocker keys can be configured, uh, each one by pressing the mode button. And you can configure them to jump by line, jump by panning, jump by paragraph, jump. You know, different things. So um, you can configure each one individually on a computer if you're using like JAWS. And I imagine NVDA, although I haven't played with, you configure them with NVDA all that much yet. Now your rocker key, your nav rocker keys um, on the phone and your mode buttons on the phone, this is where the focus actually really shines. And there are a lot of things I will say now that I will tell you that it doesn't shine with. But this is where it really does shine because you have dedicated buttons on the phone uh, for swiping left and right and double tapping. Now, I realize that one can use a cursor router button to double tap if you want to, although that can sometimes be tricky. It doesn't always work in certain situations. And I, for one, am not really uh, interested in using a bunch of corded commands that I have to remember. I just, I hate trying to do that. <laughs> and with my brilliant, that is what I have to do. With my focus, if I want to swipe right, I just hit my right nav rocker up, I push up on it and it'll swipe, I'm sorry, push down for right and up for left. I'm sorry about that. So if I wanna swipe right, I move it down. If I wanna swipe right, left, I move it up. And then I can press my right mode button um, to double tap. Now my left nav rocker will move me uh, forward and back. Or So basically, The uh, left nav rocker is the same as moving down, swiping down and up. So it moves you to your next, like, let's say you have your rotor set on actions. It'll move you to the next action you can perform. So when you're in an email, for example, and you have actions is what it comes to, you can uh, swipe up to delete. You move your left nav rocker up to delete. And then you can just hit that mode button. You can hit either mode button, but I just hit the left one when I'm using that to do that double tap on it. Now the rockers, like I said, they will go down and up on the phone in editing something. Uh, If you're editing something and you have quick nav off, but they do have other functions also on the phone. The, The front rockers will move you like by page on the phone. So if you want to, you know, you're like your three finger swipe down or up, you can perform that with those buttons. So that is what really helps with the focus. Um, if, uh, let's see if we have any questions regarding the layout and the purposes of the buttons that I've already described.
0: And I would like to mention real quick, this is Herbie, that we officially have Clubhouse joining us. They have been here for most of your discussion. Okay, awesome. So
1: let's go to Zoom first and see what we have in Zoom.
2: Uh, Scott. Go ahead,
3: Scott. I guess I was the only one. So far, Um, yeah. I I just raised it, yeah. Well, sorry, right, Just to be clear, you mentioned in the beginning uh, one of the le- one of the nav rockers. At least I guess the left one or whatever was um, served. It it was an up and down arrow. Is that so that means that it's the equivalent of pushing up and down arrows on the keyboard on a PC keyboard? That it, so that it would move. It'll move the the active cursor up or down.
1: No, that's the the front rocker, the left rocker on front the front. Rocker. Yeah, that okay. does exactly the same as the up and down arrow on a keyboard.
3: Okay, so whether it's the PC, cursor, JAWS cursor, whatever the active cursor is. Whatever the active
1: whatever. cursor is, yes.
3: All right. Okay, just wanted to be clear on that. Thanks. That's okay. all I have to tell.
1: Anybody else?
2: Nope. Nobody Anybody else in- at this time.
4: Anybody? in Clubhouse? No,
1: hands, no, we have no
4: hands over here yet.
1: Okay. So um, where the focus, like I said, really shines is when you're connecting it to um, your phone. Now, unfortunately, right now I have my phone connected to the what's other what's focus. What's so I'm going to unlock it. I'm going to have to And I'm going to have to reconnect it to this one. That's just going to take a few seconds. Now, honestly, one of the things that um, is mentioned a lot. Oh, it actually did connect. Awesome. Okay. Wait a minute. Oh, it connected to my Mac. So the Mac, it's really easy to connect to the Mac. Um, I can say that as well. Um, and it actually is connected to the Mac. But let me see what I can do about connecting it to the phone. Let me see
3: something. I went All
1: right. I am using Eloquence.
3: Mailed Mailed One Screen time. The only
1: thing that they, they say that like with my Brilliant, which it is cool, but I don't see why it's that big a deal for me, okay? The Brilliant is HID compliant, what they call HID compliant. They, um, I think that stands for human interface device. Whereas the focus is not, which means you can actually on the Brilliant go into Bluetooth and pair it directly. Okay that's nice but to me I'm so used to going into accessibility and voiceover that it's not a big deal for me to do that So that is one advantage some people may find with the compliant displays. I personally I that that never bothered me here or there, so.
3: Screen focus, sound note, personal notes, check and display home screen, accessibility, button. So we're going to go
1: to accessibility.
3: Apple hearing the sound, RTD. Ah, I went past it. App side button, voice, voice control, audio, app control, Apple, side, voice control, switch, place ID, touch, audio, spoke, motion, display, zoom, voice over, on, rotor, button, activity, rotor typing. Quick, quick setting, map nap, large curve caption, double, double, tap time. act large, yeah. map, map, quick, quick, type go to, to the bottom. Over, and I enemies. want to command okay. audio verbosity. Voice over recognition, braille, focus for output, contract, selected, focus 14, BTB0. Choose a braille display. Focus 14 B T B. You have to remember TV I'm
1: TV not pairing TV. this. It's already paired, but I'm just selecting focus it so TV that it's a little bit more. And TV. there it is.
3: Focus TV TV and TV 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 so TV what you
1: can see is now I'm connected. Let me see what I can do here. All right. So I have pressed the menu button and the number one. Focus
3: 40 BTP selected. Focus 40 BTP03. Settings. One dividem. Double tap to open uh, settings, mail, messages, double tap to open mail. Five on red I don't
1: really have double any tap. email that I'm afraid for mail. anybody to
3: back So. I'll edit search. Search field. So all I, I do,
1: I mean, if this is really, really cool. I just went into my mail went down um, post, to the bottom.
3: Updated, just not messages. Amazon, Collins, ACP, toggle, and I'm Gil-Gray.
1: using my right button. nav rocker and I can quickly.
3: Method. Okay, so there's an amazon.com email.
1: I can easily, just w- just w- I don't have to sit there and press H- dot H- six cord C- w- C- three, three chord and, and all that stuff. K- I can just left nav rocker up. It says delete, delete. mode button. It's
3: gone. Hashtag Halloween.
1: Another, like, basically a spam delete message. It. Delete.
3: Unread. Boom. ACP community. Re-clubhouse. Unread. Okay. Whosoever will. Unread. Susan. Re-ADP. was to be here. One first delete. It. Delete it.
1: And there you unread. go. Unread. It's it's so easy people. to do that. It's and if I one, wanted to, I could just sneak I go to the top.
3: Okay.
1: I don't have.
3: All right. Up talk. Mail. 300 emails. So let's so say 10, I
1: want to go to audio. the next page
3: the video folder of apps. 14 apps. Showing the debut. Music. So, video folder, 14, two
1: two. I used my folder, right rocker button, which normally would be like an arrow key to follow, you know, on the computer. And I could, I switched, I, I, I pressed down on it, went to page two. I can press up. page
3: So that Simple, is
1: really easy about the focus. Now the computer is really easy as well. I, was able to connect it. Of course, I connected it to JAWS, no problem, which one would expect, okay? Uh, I was able to connect it to NVDA, no problem. I just had to download a driver that the Sparrow has on the website for other screen readers besides JAWS, install it, load it in NVDA, pick the Braille display, boom, it's there. I have not tried it with Narrator because Narrator has a limitation where, and this is a Narrator limitation, it's with every braille display you're gonna use, uh, where you um, cannot use any other screen reader if you're using Narrator. So once, if I were to install Narrator support, I would have to then remove it before using anything else. So I just haven't bothered with it because I, I want, to use it with other screen readers. And I don't wanna be removing and adding all kinds of stuff just to try it. Um, I just haven't gotten that curious yet, I suppose. (laughs) So those are the real positives of the focus right there. And since, you know, I've heard from some people That have been involved in the development of it, that they prefer to just a braille display be a braille display.
3: um, That it not be,
1: let me lock this, that it not be anything more than that, you know, and their intention has never been for the scratch pad to be very inclusive. Uh, You know, it works well at that, it does. But to me, I believe a braille display. These days, in this day and age, I personally believe a braille display should be more than that. I really do. I don't think that a braille display needs to be an actual note taker, but I have come to rely on some of the bells and whistles that my Brilliant has that the focus does not. So, before I get into the things that that the ways to deal with the standalone modes of the focus and how it works and how you have to deal with that. Do we have any questions about connecting it to the phone or using it on the phone or the computer? Not in Zoom. Not in Clubhouse either. Okay. So the focus does have a menu. Whoops, I did not mean to do that. So when you actually just turn on the focus or get back out of the me- mode where it's connected, which I just did by pressing the menu button, you see the time. So you can actually set the time on the focus. And for some reason, this one is not set correctly. Uh, all right, well, I'm glad it's not correct either, because uh, it, it says 1035, which I thought, oh, my goodness, if that means it's 135 Eastern time, I'm in big trouble, but it's not. So that's a good thing. I need to reset it. So Well, let's just show you this. If you press the menu button, you can actually, the first thing you see is the Bluetooth address of the focus. If you up arrow, you see the firmware, which is 5.81-61. Now, I will say that is another one negative also that I think is short-sighted. The only way to update the firmware of the Focus is using a Windows PC with JAWS installed on it. It doesn't have to be a licensed copy of JAWS. It can be a demo. But if you just have a Mac, you're, you're out of luck. You cannot update your firmware. You've got to find somebody with a Windows PC that's willing to install JAWS on it. I, actually, you might be able to install the driver that works with NVDA, and maybe the narrator support will allow it too. I'm not sure but you definitely need uh, a Windows PC to do it. So, and it's preferable, it's easier if you have JAWS installed on it. So, uh, below that we have repeat, which um, controls how much the dots can, you know, like when you press a button and hold it down, how fast it goes. Rest is when it goes to sleep, clock, calendar, firmness, which it's nice, but really it can be controlled from whatever device you're using it with if you're not using it in standalone. Connections is where you manage your Bluetooth connections and USB. Language, you can change your language. Scratch pad, and we're back to the start of it. So if you go into the clock, you are at, you, you first what you see is what's highlighted and it shows you like dot seven and eight. So I see that da, the 10 is highlighted. I can actually use my left rocker key to change that. And if I move left, I go to 11, then 12. And actually I have this, you can actually change it from 24 hour to uh, 12 hour time. Right now I have it set on 24 hour time. I must've been experimenting with it. And so I'm going to then pan, use my right panning button and I can move to where the 37 is highlighted. I can move down to 36. And I'll move to 21. Might be a little off, but it it works. And then I can right pan to the seconds. And then I can right pan to 24-hour time. I can move my left rocker to, it'll say PM. Move it down again, it'll say AM. Then is where I use my right selector button to save it. Now, let's get into the Scratchpad. In the Scratchpad, when you open it up, and you can either go through the menu or you can press Menu key plus N, as in notes, to open it up. You get to it, you can press your dot A or right selector. You're in a blank document. Once you're in the scratch pad, you can use your Menu key button to go to File, Edit, export which what you do with export is you can actually export whatever you've written if you have a computer with um with jaws you can export it and it'll use the jaws braille translation to back translate it unfortunately uh the focus has no onboard braille translation big negative in my opinion no onboard braille translation at all so I will show you how that really is bad in a minute. But, so um, if you go to, let's see, if you go to file, you can new, open, save, save as, delete, exit. Uh, and then I'm going to press the Z chord to get out of that. Then we have edit, export, Uh, where is my
3: 125 pm? One notification.
1: No, that's not going to work. Okay, I thought I must have some old firmware on this thing. I have not even updated it. There's also an advanced menu that I'm not seeing for some unknown reason, so I I think I must let me see something. Let me get out of here
3: 125 pm. One notification.
1: And actually you can exit export to your iPhone too. I just forgot remembered that. So I'm gonna exit this and go back to my menu. Come on. Okay. Yeah, I have the old one. So in the advanced option menu now, you do have Word wrap. You have whether you want. Dot seven and eight displayed with um, when you're editing something or highlighting something, whether you want your cursor displayed, and whether you want one handed mode. So, those are all options you can do. And one of the reasons this isn't updated, unfortunately, with this particular focus is because I mostly use my Mac for personal things and I can't update it that way. So, I just haven't gotten to my Windows PC to do it. Um, So now the way uh, you can actually, it does have an SD card and actually it's not an SD card. It's a micro SD card. So if you're going to transfer something to your computer, if you don't have a micro SD card reader, which I doubt most people do, I don't even know if such an animal exists, honestly, what you need to do is get an adapter to put the uh, micro SD card into and then it becomes basically an SD card and you can put it in an SD card reader. Um, I find that the slot for the micro SD card is very hard to access. I, I, I just, I don't like um, accessing it. So uh, it, it's not that convenient. What I normally do is hook up the USB cord, uh, cord to it And then what you do is as you hook the cord up, you press the left panning button so that it'll become a storage drive rather than um, be showing you braille. Um, And of course you can't then have it show you braille, you're gonna need to use speech. So you can transfer um, text TXT files and you can transfer BRF files and the, the um, focus will read those in the scratch pad. There's an open menu and you can open those files in um, while you're in the scratch pad. Okay, so if you transfer a TXT file over to your, braille, or your focus, I'm sorry. If you transfer the TXT file over, it will read in computer braille. That is what you're going to do. If you transfer a BRF file over, it will read contracted Braille as long as that BRF file is contracted. This is where I have the biggest issue, and this is where the focus was not meeting my needs. So I go to church every week, and when I go to church, um... The secretary sends me the church bulletin via email. I've mentioned this before on this call. She sends it to me in word format, which is perfect, you know, normally, but my focus won't read word format. If I save it as a text file, I have to read it in computer Braille. If I'm doing a responsive reading with the congregation, who wants to read all that in computer Braille? I sure don't. So I have to find a way to translate it. There is no braille translation program provided with the focus. So your options in this case are to have something like Duxbury, which costs a lot of money, or get something from like get BrailleBlaster from APH, which is another third party that um, is kind enough to give out BrailleBlaster so that you can translate your file. So I got BrailleBlaster. Now I haven't used this in a while. So forgive me on this. I'm going to show you that this is such a pain. So let me let me see what I'm doing here. All right.
0: Uh, and Nikki went away. Nikki, here.
2: Or, okay, there you are.
0: I'm just
1: trying to turn this on. Hold on. All right. So
5: Zoom.us. Zoom. US. Zoom you in. guys hear window. my voice? My
2: yes.
1: Okay.
5: Safari. So Mail. because Finder,
1: even though Finder. Braille Blaster will allow me to open up a Word file, for some reason, at least on the Mac, it does not read it correctly. It doesn't. If there's anything weird i don't know what it is with these word files i get for the bullet and they look fine to me but in braille blaster they don't work so this is what i got to do on the mac now if Downloads. you have windows it's a little easier i will grant you but hey we don't all have windows
5: out of column windows spots
1: ah hold on a second
5: zoom.us back. safari mail twister messages finder
1: okay why is my finder words okay where am i at okay
5: Windows spots menu Column view, one item select, quick nav off.
1: Oh, that's what happened.
5: BSI outline okay. RT, blessings performed by the All right. The automatic, ACB presence, Sept. C- Sept. C- August, August, August 8th, August, July 2th, 116, BC 2000, July, July, August, August 8th, August 4th, August, September 11th, September 8th, September 2, October 2nd, 2, 2022 docs, October 9th, 2022
1: docs. So I'm gonna open this document. Open. And pages is taking its good old time. Page
5: cancel. You. Opening October 9th, 2022 docs. October 9th, 2022, window, document. Formatter. Formatter, verdict, document. In document, two items, page one, page two, page one, summary, body, insertion, Trinity United
1: Church. So, I have to sit here and.
5: Selected, Trinity United Church of Christ.
1: Select everything.
5: Copy. Finder. Finder. Downloads. Applications. List one item, book. Braille Blaster 2.0.16 Stable Mac DMG.
1: Okay, Calculator.
5: Braille Books. Braille Blaster 2.0.16 Stable Mac DMG. Open. Application. Railblaster two point zero point sixteen stable Mac DMG. Window. Return. Okay, New line. And right. user license agreement. Reach print. Save. Disagree. Agree. Blank. Finder. Railblaster two.
1: I have to do that. Railblaster two. Time. For some reason, open. I think I didn't install it right, but it's been a while, so.
2: Right. I can view. We do have a hand in, I can't view. So.
5: One item selected in Railblaster slash applications. Okay. Railblaster two. Railblaster two is open. Railblaster two. Working. Window. Opening me file me working window. Starting Braille okay. Content selected. We have Braille, Braille, Blaster, Braille Blaster window. Started, Text view. And I'm window. sorry, I stable. didn't
1: have it installed correctly, apparently, because I wasn't as stable when I did stable. this. Beta stable.
5: Beta unstable. Stable. 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 Don't ask me again. Yes. Don't ask me again. Unchat. Yes. No. I'm not
1: Braille window. It right Text now. view. All right. We're in a file. Wow. Can...
5: Braille Blaster window. In window. Content is empty
1: paste this in here.
5: The kingdom and the power.
1: So we have everything in Reveals. here, and then New I document. New document.
5: new document, new document. Menu bar, Apple, Apple. About this Mac, logout, braille file. You can open, recent dot, recent dot. Save. save, save as command plus shift plus S, save brf slash pef. Print command, save brf slash pef. And save this. Braille Blaster 2 is not responding. New document, save as, tags, where? New document, save, save as, new document. Content selection. FE and space, one zero, hyphen, nine zero. Z, nine hyphen. High zero nine high two, two two tags tags tag it where downloads web show more rail vertical cans save braille blaster window
1: and then after doing all that which I'm not going to demonstrate
5: Finder let me get page application dialogue pages body contains link contents of blaster two finder zoom loop back loop back on source channels on
1: okay now do you not hear voiceover anymore I hope not
5: nope
1: okay good so then I have to after all that, I have to transfer it to the, uh, the focus. That's a lot of work. I'm sorry, but that is a total lot of work. With my brilliant uh, when I got it, when I got it for this reason, I can take that word file, transfer it and it reads. And I'm sorry, but that is a big negative to me. If you don't care about that, if all you want to do with a Braille display is connect it to the computer and the phone, then the focus is great. And yes, okay, I will address this very quickly. I could put my bulletin onto the phone. I could do that. But why do I want to deal with another connection? Bluetooth can fail. I'm sorry, I've seen it happen. Focus, I've seen my focus even connected to Bluetooth, even though it's pretty good. I've seen it freeze occasionally. And I've seen uh, Bluetooth connections get lost. And I read scriptures um, at church aloud sometimes. Watch me reading a scripture aloud and all of a sudden my Bluetooth uh, conks out on me. No, thanks. I don't want that. So that is why I do not opt for that option. Okay. So Travis, you said we have a hand, so let's go with it.
2: Herbie.
0: All right. Several things. One of them is more specific to the Mac. Another one would actually be an idea that's beneficial to Windows users as well. See, I do love you, Windows users. Um. First one on the Mac, have you actually, in conjunction with Braille Blaster, Blaster, well, that almost came out wrong, tried using the Word app on the Mac? No, because I don't want to pay for it. (laughs) Well, if you have Office 365, you'd just be able to install it.
1: I know, but I don't. Anymore, we, we canceled that subscription because when we got our Macs, we decided we don't didn't want to deal with Microsoft anymore. So. Okay.
0: Well, there goes um, idea number two then, actually, because it does involve Microsoft Office. So maybe you can do this in WordPad on Windows. I don't know. But for any Microsoft Office user, another option you would have is reopening the file in Word and resaving it as text. Yeah. So you could do that. I just wanted to mention that too. Um, of course,
1: you still have to translate it though, because if you if you save it as text, it's going to read in computer braille once you transfer it.
0: Ah, okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it does seem like from what I've seen, you know, like the, you brought up the issue earlier of your braille display should be more than just a braille display, and yeah, because Bluetooth and braille displays seems to be a very Finicky thing at times, um you know. I think, and you know, you make a good qu- argument for like why a device like the Brilliant might be better suited to a lot of people because it, it seems like I don't use a braille display, but and a, and I would much rather use one connected to the phone. But it, I have to admit that for practical purposes. If I was going to use a Braille display uh, more often than not, I'd probably be putting documents on the thing instead, which I think is a major failure of technology myself. But um, there you go. That's just how things are. Yeah,
1: I would agree, which is why I did what I did. So, yeah, I I agree with you, Harvey. And uh, I do have Word for Windows because I have it on my work computer. So I do. I just don't really want to install the company's version on the Mac. <laughs> so that's why no, I'm not doing that.
0: You should. So. You should. If you have multiple licenses, then uh, maybe I will. If, maybe if, I if, will. If you have multiple licenses, uh, then you, I depend, do actually. Then it shouldn't be a problem because, like, I it have, wouldn't be because, like, I have my uh, school's version, you know, on the Mac as well as the one. And I
1: might do that just to play with it. I might actually yeah, do that. Yeah, that is a cool. good idea. Occasionally, I have those. I, yeah, you do. Okay. So, any other hands?
2: Yes, Mary Ward.
1: Ah, oh, Mary. Hi, nice Kelly. to hear you. Um, hey, I had a question
6: that I want to make sure that I didn't misunderstand this. That um, you're saying that you um, that during part of that transfer that you had to use speech. So, if I was just thinking that if someone was trying to you know if someone was deafblind or didn't want to use speech or couldn't. Um, That's a problem it was part of the um, transfer process that seems kind of basic.
1: Uh, that is a problem. And it was brought up last night. Um, I think Scott Edwards is here. He'll remember that that was brought up last night. We were talking about this on the bits chat. That is a major fail. You're right. You do. You have to use speech. Although I think if it's connected to Bluetooth, it will work, actually, now that I think about oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you I, might be able to connect it to Bluetooth and get it to work, but I'm not totally sure how well that works. Yeah, I, I don't use yeah. Braille
6: display so that I can use speech. I mean, you know, but even yeah. though, But I'm not deafblind, but, you know.
1: Neither am I, but I have a somewhat of a hearing loss, and who knows, it could get worse in the future. So I'm trying to prepare myself for that by, since I am very fluent in Braille and I enjoy it, you know, using it more and more. So thank you, Mary, because it is a good good point. And I, you know, Bluetooth doesn't always work very well. So it, you know, some computers don't even have it. I mean, usually all the newer ones do, but you, you just never know. somebody might have one older one that they're trying to use. So any more hands? Not in Zoom. Anybody in clubhouse? Nope. Wow. Okay, so I mean, the last thing I do want to mention.
2: Oh, there is a hand now here. Okay, go ahead, Deborah.
7: Hi, Nikki. I think I've spoken to you before. I think you helped me out with a situation with my with my focus. Yeah, I certainly do agree with you that it's focus does not do a lot of things that we'd like it to do. That's for sure. And. Um, sometimes it's really finicky about some things, even trying to delete a file, I had an awful time trying to delete something from my notes file. And now part of the reason I have to be honest is I have, um, I have a a processing problem of my own. I have a hard time understanding things. And I also have dyslexia. So I get all confused and frustrated and and all this kind of stuff. What I end up doing because I uh, belong to a church choir as well, and what I end up doing because I have a lot of time on my hands anyway is, um, <laughs> I rebraille. Like I get the file, and I download it from the person who sent it to me, yeah. and then I yeah I rebraille everything. Oh, wow, <laughs> in my notes file <coughs> on, my, on my focus. Fortunately for myself, I don't mind doing that, and it really—I mean, I got time on my hands, whereas people like yourself and a lot of other people may not. No, but I definitely it, don't. I wish I you know, did. Yeah, <laughs> and it, and it helps me, of course, practice uh, writing uh, writing my sure. braille because that's sure. so important to me. But I sure do wish uh, the focus. Actually, to be quite frank, I wish that there was something like a a, a Braille computer. You know, like it, it, it that it uses um, that it uses only Braille for like input, output, and and reading, Braille displaying, and uh, and everything. But then that would be t- a bit too complicated for me. So <laughs> you know, I don't know. But yeah. I really do wish the focus. I wish they would have considered that, but I guess that would have made it extremely like a lot more expensive. And with us folks who have to rely on uh, fundraising and you only qualify for something every five years, like it is here in Canada, in uh, Ontario, it's it's difficult to, uh,
1: it puts you in a tough situation. It does. Now I will tell you that, you know, honestly, I was amazed. So, from what I understand right now, and I don't, I'm not up on this because I don't do sales stuff. I don't know pricing stuff. The right. focus 14 is about 1200 something dollars or 12, you know, um, in us. Um, mm-hmm. And I paid. And, and of course for somebody on a fixed income, this is going to be a lot, I'm sure, but I only paid like 500 more dollars for my brilliant. Mm-hmm. So it's, It's not extremely more expensive. It is a little bit, but not extremely. And the Brilliant has six more cells on it. It has twenty cells.
7: Yeah. See, I don't think they had the they covered the Brilliant under ADP.
1: um, Oh, that's a shame. Yeah.
7: There's a lot of things our government program doesn't doesn't cover. Again, it depends on what province you're in. Uh, Within uh, Ontario, Canada, they there's quite a f- few things that it, it doesn't cover but yet there are quite a, a
1: lot of things that it covers so yeah. see I would have thought that since humanware has some you know um, offices in Canada I think yeah I would have yeah. thought they, they would do. yeah. <laughs> well the uh, the government
7: program uh, of, of course they they say what you know they'll they'll cover is as, as far as Braille displays Um they sometimes have the attitude well you, you know if you ha- if there's you know you um uh you don't you don't really need all these displays but you know it's unfortunate because um a, a lot of people have various different needs and yes this is what you run into when you have to rely on a government um, yes, a government I program yes
1: yeah yeah, yeah. As far as deleting files, if you go into the file menu and then go down to delete, it, it's a weird way they have of doing it. You go to delete a file and then enter on that, and then you have to pick your file that you want to delete. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So that's how it works. So there's a, a separate menu option for delete, oddly enough. It's very strange, but there is. Yeah,
7: there is. It's crazy. I had yeah. to go into that's Sorry, that's my parrot. She's uh, yelling at us. Yeah. Uh, I had to go into, um, I had to press the menu um, for for file. Well, I had to go to the focus, press the menu for focus. Then I had to go into uh, scratch pad. Then yes. I had to go into file. Yes. What I find that works best for me is if I use the, uh, one of the um, the cursor keys to go into new, and then I have to to use the uh, the rockers to go down to uh go down to Oh okay if i just yeah so it it's just uh it's just crazy that way i don't i don't know it it is kind of works
1: it works it works but yeah it is kind of crazy i will agree so thank you for your input and uh yeah yeah. thank you Uh uh-huh anybody else travis
2: yes you got two more hands right now
1: okay do we have anybody in clubhouse we do not Okay, go ahead then,
2: Travis. All right, we'll take the new hand first. Elizabeth.
6: Okay, hey there. Hey. Okay, I never understand whether I can never tell what's happening on web things as much. So I'm thrilled that I'm now unmuted. Um, if you have a chance and can write to the Braille Together address that shows up there, um, which is not mine. It's brl at earthlink.net. Please send me your contact info because one, I think what you're doing is brilliant. I've been on your calls. They're really well put together. You're thorough and you have added immeasurably to the Braille universe on ACB community. So I just, I'm I'm, I'm totally, totally impressed. And I can understand how you would be working for a company doing training or help or whatever you're doing and the blind community all thank you for being um, valuable creative um and good at what you do um thank you i uh, there's a couple things um i'm wondering and and i can send them to you in in emails because they're not topic to this specific braille display but um and so i can i can get off the call on that one um, we do know Freedom Scientific is doing those. Um, I'm sorry, not Freedom Scientific, but uh, HumanWare is is doing those plans where you can pay as you go. If people or know that, um, and if they don't know it, it's good to know. So they've got a plan where you don't have to put all your money down for a product if you want to buy it, like a braille display. You can pay over some period of time. I don't know if it's 12 months or 18 months, and I don't know who you pay through. And I think they lock that amount of money on your credit card limit until you're through paying or something. You'd have to talk to them, but it is better than having to plunk it all down yeah, in, one, yeah. in one giant <laughs> plunk. And, and my other things are so off topic that I'll just write you They're about Braille, but you know, we, we don't have like, you know, okay. <laughs> you're, okay. you're great. You're
1: Thank fine. you. <laughs> you're welcome. Please send me your email. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Elizabeth.
2: All okay. right. Sandra, your hand kind of bobbed up and down. Did you want to say something and lowered your hand by accident? If so, go ahead and speak. If
5: no, you're you're fine. I lowered my hand. It was about Braille devices. Um, because Deborah was talking about Braille computers and just the point that that description covers about half a dozen braille devices, it but does. they're more expensive okay. than. The ones you're talking about. So yeah, I lowered my hands.
2: Thank you. I just want to make yeah. sure you had a chance to say what you need to before you. There are calls, computers
1: so. out there. I mean, there's the L Braille, there's the Braille Sense, there's the Braille Note Touch, um, and um, they're all probably really great devices. I haven't played with them because I haven't been able to afford them, uh, except the L Braille, which I'm not crazy about. But you know, that's uh, that's another topic we could get into. But it uses the focus display, so it's the same display, but it, it's on a computer that you, has Windows and. Yeah. It has its limitations. It's, 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 it just definitely has its limitations in my personal opinion. So that that's what I think. So anyway, um, but yeah, but then the reason I didn't mention that also Sandra was cause she said they might be a little too much for her to, to deal with. So um, that's why I didn't mention that.
2: All right. You got about 10 minutes left and Herbie okay. is up.
1: Go ahead, Herbie. Yeah.
0: First of all, I was thinking about the, that thing with braille computers as well. Um, a couple of the things first of all, in line sort of with what Liz was saying um Deborah, it's a pity what you should do is find a way to get the archives of these braille calls and get them out to government agencies because what's really you know if they have misconceptions about braille displays and you know probably a lot of their opinions are based on what they're told by the manufacturers so if they're willing to get actual user experiences so they can maybe try to better educate themselves and not say all braille displays, you know, you shouldn't need so many braille displays. Um, That might really be a good thing and just the potential power of uh, this community. So just something to really think about for Deborah, for anybody that is in a predicament. You know, there's... Um, get them people that make these decisions either on these calls and let them ask questions or get them podcasts Um, and then also I guess this is just my understanding of what you're saying about the focus there Nikki and this is just obviously your personal opinion Um, would you say like the focus might be best suited for people that strictly want a braille display with some kind of like freedom scientific product like JAWS or whatever
1: well, either that, or if they want to connect it to their iDevice, it's great for connecting to an iDevice.
0: Right, if you don't mind. And it
1: actually works yeah. well with NVDA.
0: So oh, okay, yeah. Fair um, one last thing I will mention real quickly about Bluetooth: if you want to connect it to your device and you don't trust Bluetooth, you can always get those camera adapters and plug it into your phone and plug that, in, you know, and plug your braille display into the USB port. It is another wire, obviously, but. It would give you perhaps a more stable connection. So, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Does as well.
1: Voiceover on the phone actually recognize that?
0: Yeah, it's just the it's a camera adapter. It's about. $35. I know, but
1: but I I didn't know if Voiceover. I was looking for a USB. I I computer. can't
0: say for you know that's a good question. It definitely worked on a keyboard that I've tried. A couple of keyboard like regular. Yeah, keyboards. it
1: worked on my Yeti as well, but I didn't know since. That the braille you know, displays go through. I, f- the I forget voiceover. that braille displays.
0: Do go- I theoretically, I say it should, but hey, that's worth finding out. That'd be an interesting
1: thing to find if out. If you have yeah. a camera
0: adapter and a braille display, you should try it. I don't. Ha- I have a camera yeah. adapter. I don't have a braille display handy. So...
1: I do have a. Yes, you do. Get Chanel the. Okay, your
0: mind. I don't have my own to test these <laughs> things
1: on. Okay, so one last thing I want to say very very quickly, and I want to say this because I know people are thinking about it. And so I'm going to address it and say that I know about it. It I shake my head and wish that it wasn't so. But I, as I said, am the peon of peons. So I cannot have any say in how things are done. Yes, there are quality issues with the focus. When I first got my focus, a week later, I noticed an extra dot on near the right edge of my display. I had to get it replaced via out-of-box failure. Had the second display for six months. I started noticing that one of the dots in one of the cells took forever to come up. And no, these were not issues that could be solved by cleaning. Even though I did try cleaning them just out of, you know, couldn't lose anything. So then that one had to be replaced. Within a few weeks, that display had a right panning button that got stuck. I am on my fourth focus right now. It is working fine. It's been working fine for over a year. I don't know if that's because I don't use it that much. I honestly don't know if the wear and tear was what did it. I don't know, but I think a braille display should hold up under some wear and tear. When I had to get my fourth display and I also was tired of using Braille Blaster every week. I said enough is enough, and I got my Braille So I do know about the quality issues when I've had to help people and get, help them, get you know, them processed to have repairs done on them. I have, you know, empathized with them very much, and I wish that I could change the situation. Unfortunately, all I can do is try and get them working as quickly as I can. So, yes, I do know that they are there, and I wish they weren't, but they are, and I don't know why things are done sometimes the way they are done, but all I can do is shake my head, and so that that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, we is, have a hand you know, over
4: here. Okay, go
1: ahead, Tori. Chanel? Hello. I am... Um, Heard just happened to hear. I've been listening, but kind of in and out. And I heard the bit about the um, the camera and connections. And yeah, you can't. I've heard with the Braille at least you can use one of those camera adapters to connect it to the phone. Oh, okay. And I think part of that is because of the HID standard. I'm not sure, but it could be. Um, I think somebody. Yeah, I have not actually tried that so you're right so herbie much- maybe her maybe chanel's display wouldn't be the best one to try with it <laughs> oh why Because the head standard the head standard we need to try it with something that doesn't have a head standard. oh standard. okay so maybe it's yeah don't the orbits have the head standard too or i don't know maybe they do now i know the original ones didn't right okay yeah i don't know then okay that's all okay thank you chanel
2: you got about four minutes. We got one hand here. Do you want to?
1: Okay. Real quick. One hand. And then I want to tell us about next time's call. All
2: right. Your phone number. I believe you're Mary Beth, if I remember right.
1: Wow, well, you have a
4: good memory. <laughs> um, yes, this is Mary Beth. And I just had a quick comment about the, um, you know, justifying things to government agencies. I don't think you're going to get a necessarily get a government bureaucrat to um you know, to watch watch something. But what the most important thing, at least in buying equipment here in the U.S., is if you can figure out that that's the sole source, like if there's one Braille display that does something different than every other one, and that you can make a case for, you know, I need this, especially for employment, I need this Braille display because it's the, I have to do, you know, X, Y, Z in this job, and it's the only one that does it. Um, and I, that's, I know, um, you know, that's, to me, that's one of the things in, in and in purchasing a Braille display, if, if, if you know, you know, as, as you were mentioning before, if you know that there's something that's important for you to do, to, to, to say, okay, what is this going to do? How much flexibility is this Braille display going to give me?
1: Okay, I think that's yeah. about it. Thanks. And honestly, I could do everything I needed to on the Brilliant. Uh, but already since I already had the focus, I you know I use the convenience of some of the things. the focus will do a little bit better. But if I had to, I could use all the corded commands and it will connect to my computer, just fine. So just just to say if if I had to rely on one Braille display and I just had my brilliant, I could. I could do that. So, and we do have another hand over here. Okay, all right. Who, who, go ahead. Tyann. Go ahead, Tiyan.
2: Hi, I just wanted to answer the orbit question. It does have the HID um, ability.
1: Oh, awesome. Awesome. Thank you for letting us know. I could not remember. Okay, so uh, I hope everyone will join us in two weeks. And in two weeks, we are going to be having Deborah Armstrong with us. And she is going to be telling us about a new feature that came out just last week, but she wasn't able to join us this week, and so uh, we couldn't have it fresh. But a new feature that came out on the NLSE reader—it's um, called, I believe, free, free flow braille, something like that. And it, she says it's a really cool feature. And so I've asked her to come talk about it and come talk a little bit about the NLSE reader itself, because not all of us have the um, the um, lucky fortune to get one. Uh, she is also going to explain to us how, if we do not have the um, ability to get one, how we can use this feature in some areas of our with our iPhone, we can use it on Vard mobile, apparently. So she's going to explain all of that. And she's going to be here in two weeks. So I'm um, looking forward to having her and I hope you all will join us for that.